guys that own the market. So that's the first question then. <laughs> you know, are the markets are the markets manipulated? Yeah, in my opinion at least. Yeah. Hey guys, how are you doing? Another episode of a trader over the shoulder, like always, Alex and I uh, will be your host for this episode. Today uh, we are going to talk about one of the my favorite topics at least. Mm. And uh, before we will start, obviously, if you didn't follow yet, please go ahead and subscribe. You can watch at, watch us uh, on YouTube, sitting on a sofa or just listen uh, through Spotify and yep. the rest of the podcast uh, system. So, uh, yeah. Let's go. We're actually talking about manipulation. Yes. Actually, I quite like talking about this as well because it makes me feel like, I wouldn't say a game, of like I wouldn't say trading is a game, but it is kind of a game. But manipulation is just a big part of the game, you know? You're against the other person kind of thing. Yeah, you know? definitely. And, um, you know, manipulation is what moves the market. This, mm -hmm. uh, this is the main thing. You know, most people, um, they saying the prices are randoms and stuff like that. There's nothing random in the market. There is nothing random in the market. Everything is calculated. Everything is priced well known before all the movements, all the, you know, the waves, the trends, all of that built from scratch with, you know, the, the guys that own the market. So that's the first question then. <laughs> you know, are the markets, are the markets manipulated? Yeah, in my opinion, at least. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, definitely. I've seen it throughout this uh, 15, 16 years. Yep. Um, you know, you see it in day trading, you see it in swing trading, long-term investing, you, you see it everywhere. Uh, you see, you know, we need to understand who is the manipulated yep. uh, system or person. Or How whatever, as well, yeah. yeah this. We'll talk about that uh, today. So mm -hmm. if you like manipulation, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely stick yeah. around till the end. Exactly. So what kinds of forms of manipulation are there, do you reckon? Okay, that's a good one. I mean, when we're talking about the market. Right? Yeah, we're talking yeah. about the markets. Yeah, not in real life. Cause also, real life also, yeah, it's, it's we'll, kind of the same we'll type of that, things. Yeah. Though. It's like social, social... Um, science in a way like how they actually manipulate the markets is very similar to how you would manipulate many other things and social dynamics and social the way mm -hmm. they do that is very interesting to be honest yeah definitely um, I mean the, the thing about manipulation is basically but let's talk about it from the beginning what does it mean mm -hmm. it means that you um, creating a scenario or you building a, a story mm -hmm. so you can react and do one thing while the other person or the other you know company or whatever um, they believe because you led them to believe that um, that they should act in a different way. So that's the main thing about. It. Yeah. So you're telling, let's take you know COVID, right? Mm. So you take COVID, you build up a story, mm -hmm. and you let the you know the public believe that this is something mm -hmm. that they need to do so it's like a, a catalyst to make a let's say a certain move the catalyst for that move was something i want like covid or 
you know, many other things as well. And then they use that to obviously make their own story so they can move the market in a certain direction. Yeah, um, in anything we do in life, there is, you know, in any market, there is one that's selling, the other one is buying. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the first one is buying, the other one is selling. So you got to do something in order to uh, make the other side act. Mm -hmm. Simply as that. So, so who, who are the people or who manipulate the markets? Because you could just be one person with a, a big, a lot of buying power. Could you move the market that way or do you have to be somebody with a... I mean, who, who moves the market? So who manipulates the markets the most? If you have a lot of money, you can do that. Depends mm -hmm. on which, uh, you know, asset. Yeah, which yeah. asset you're trading. But uh, when we're talking about real manipulation, the, the market manipulation is definitely the big guys. You know, uh, we're talking about smart money. So it's uh, banks, hedge funds, you know, uh, portfolio managers, all, mm -hmm. all of those, those uh, big money uh, pockets mm -hmm. that basically um, controlling the price, controlling the, the movement of the price. Mm -hmm. And they need to buy, you know, billions of shares, mm -hmm. right? So you can't really go ahead and just click market. on the button. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Market billion shares. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work like this. So uh, what you need to do is create an opportunity for the other side mm. um, to believe that now they need to sell. Mm. And when they sell, they can buy from them, right? Mm. This is our support and resistance work. Yep. This is our major demand or supply area. Okay. And the one side believe it should continue to the downside. The other one is buying all the sales that uh, mm -hmm. the one the side created. It's like when, I, when I'm trading crypto and I see like a nice range that has been, you know, ranging for let's say a, a day or two, and then suddenly it starts breaking, price starts breaking the range and you see a lot of buyers or, or sellers coming in. And then what happens? They just they're just liquidity for all of these big players that are just getting into the market. So let's say yeah. if it was breaking up to the top side, suddenly you'd see a lot of um, orders and price just coming back into the range, and they've just basically filled all of those orders for those bigger players. Normally, no. Yeah, definitely. The, this is exactly how it works. So um, when we're looking at the bigger picture, we'll, we'll, we will drill down in a second for like for the a trading one minute, and stuff, yeah, yeah, like the trading, the one-minute chart, you know, the market makers uh, manipulations. Um, spoofing and all of that. Yeah. But when we're looking at the bigger picture, you can easily see throughout the history that the the market been manipulated consistently every single time where the big player wants to make a move. Mm -hmm. you, you can see it. I mean, mm -hmm. I made some videos on it um, in 2015. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, when I watched the, the charts and the news and told the guys before that what will happen. Mm -hmm. you know? uh, for example, um, let's take you know, JP Morgan or whatever, they need to um, buy, as we said, like billion shares. Right? Yep. Or the whole industry combined wanna um, make a move, strong mm -hmm. move. So they will use what they own. Mm -hmm. What are the, um, you know, the big guys that have uh, the richest guys in the world, right? Mm -hmm. What are they owning? Real estate, they're all the, uh, you know, businesses, 
to be honest, I think a lot of people now are holding attention. So uh, when I mean by that, I'm talking about you know, news, publications, things like that. The news? The atten- yeah. The guy uh, from Amazon? Yeah. Right? Yeah. The owner of Amazon? Yeah. He owns the... Um, oh, is it a Washington Post? Is it Washington yeah, Post? Yeah. Washington or the Times or something. Like yeah. One of those. Um, Elon Musk Elon trying to buy Musk. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump tried to buy, uh, you know, um, create um, a new channel, like his own channel. Mm. The news, JP Morgan at the time, I mean, like the, the real JP Morgan. Yeah. Um, those guys know that if they will have the news... The attention have, of the people. Yeah, the attention yeah. of the people, they will have the public in their hands. Now, if I want to buy a billion share, a billion shares, and I, I can't, like we said, I can't hit the market button, I need someone to sell mm-hmm. them those billion shares, right? So all I got to do is create an illusion, a story, Mm. that something is wrong and those guys, the public, us, mm. what they call the dumb money, mm-hmm. will sell their shares and then you can buy it from them. Mm-hmm. Right? And 2008, it was the same at the bottom when the SPY, the ETF for the S&P 500, it was 67, um, like a month before that, you can see that the, the news I lived in the you know, lived in the U.S. at that time, mm. and you can see that the news were much aggressive to the downside, and mm. very negative, very very negative, all of all over the news, papers and TV. Mm-hmm. Okay, but and they didn't tell us, you know, sell 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 at the top at the end of uh, 07. Mm. They didn't tell us that. They were buy 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 probably. Exactly, and at the end of like the end of. 08, the beginning of uh, 09, they told us sell everything because the market gonna collapse, and um, that was after it. They collapsed. <laughs> yeah. So if I'm a guy, you know, from I don't know, South Carolina, and I don't really understand about the market, and I do have like a hundred thousand dollar in, in it, mm-hmm. and I see all over the news that they telling me to sell. So all I gotta do is pick up the phone from my broker and tell him, or my bank, and tell him sell everything, right? Mm. And then it goes JP up. Morgan say thank you very much for the shares, and it goes up. And we saw it also in 2016. Most people thought that the price uh, of the, uh, the market was a bit extended, mm-hmm. and they thought that the price should uh, drop down again because there've been eight years. You know, the, there was a, yeah, there was a, a crisis in 2000, the dot com, mm-hmm. and then eight years later, the subprime, and then most people thought, okay, another eight years, the price should uh, drop down. There was a head and shoulder at the top, super nice head and shoulder at the top. That everybody saw it was a head exactly. and shoulder. Exactly, and you can see all over the news here uh, in Israel and also, uh, you know, worldwide. You can see that uh, JP Morgan Allen is saying the price should uh, drop down. Uh, Deutsche Bank saying the price uh, will go down. Ron, this is like a major crisis coming in and all of those bullshit. And basically, um, the price broke the neckline of the head and shoulder, mm-hmm. right? It was a weekly chart, a weekly bar. So it broke down. Most people just sold, sold, sold into the break. and Straight then, back up. Yeah. I mean, up until this day. Mm. Uh, so you see it all over. And right now, 
The S&P yeah. was just the same. I think it was a few weeks ago that I sent... I thought I was the smartest guy, the first one to find the reverse head and shoulders on the S&P. Mm. You know, I sent Mickey uh, a lovely a lovely drawing that I did and I was like, this looks good for the upside. And it was literally just the opposite. It went up, probably got all of those traders interested for the upside and then just straight back down. It was like a double uh, manipulation because the head and shoulder, ah, you're talking about the, the reverse head yeah, and shoulders. Yeah, the reverse head and yeah. shoulders. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, Yeah, it's been manipulated every single moment, every single day mm -hmm. in the market. It, it, it couldn't work otherwise, you know? But the only way to manipulate... Okay, so you've got many things of manipulation. You've got manipulation in the news, manipulation in social media, um, tons of different... You've also got manipulation on the chart of price and who kind of... Who can actually design or manipulate the price and the feed that we're all seeing is normally market makers, no? Yeah, definitely market makers. That's uh, that's their job. That's their job is to yeah. make the market, but also create liquidity. Yeah. But uh, at the end, they are trading for themselves or for other companies that mm -hmm. you know just paying them to do so. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, they the only thing they need to do is buy half of a million shares of um, ABC, mm -hmm. and they need to do it in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. So they gotta manipulate the price. So they creating the- Patterns. Yeah, the pattern, the head and shoulder, or the bull flag or whatever. Uh, you see a beautiful bull flag, you just uh, finish, um, you know, um, school, uh, trading school, mm -hmm. the, um, a course, you mm -hmm. took a course- Baby on, pips. Uh, yeah, something <laughs> like that. And they told you that, you know, when you have a, um, a bull flag, you need to buy the break, right? Mm -hmm. But at the end, market makers obviously know that. And what they will do, they will push the price up, drop it majorly to the downside. So taking all the stop losses mm -hmm. at the bottom of the consolidation of a flag, mm -hmm. and then we'll shoot the price up again. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's called a shakeout, basically. Mm -hmm. So um, there are a lot of techniques um, to First, understand if there is a possibility they, that they will uh, play with, the, with that specifically bull flag. Mm -hmm. But also after they shake you out, in case you, you did, uh, then you need to jump in again. The percentage of success of this trade is Let's like go. 90. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after, after the shake yeah. yeah. There, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't see any time that I saw a shakeout. I didn't see um, a shakeout that didn't work, mm -hmm. you know, for, for my favor. So what would be yeah. the techniques then? How do you kind of spot manipulation or how can you, as a, as a trader that you've got into the markets, you're seeing different types of shakeouts or very choppy markets. What do you do to mitigate that? And what do you do to actually benefit and capitalize on that stuff as well. Yeah, I mean, first of all, uh, uh, my best uh, strategy that I'm working with, uh, I call it smart money manipulation, because mm -hmm. it's literally that. I'm looking for a drop in the price, you know, a trend, a, a strong trend to the downside, for example, uh, uh, reaching a major support level, mm -hmm. uh, creating, um, you know, uh, huge amounts of volume. Um, yeah, volume, create, um, MACD deviation and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And the, one of the things you want to um, keep your eyes on is the price section reaching that support level. Mm -hmm. okay? So for example, what they will do, 
they will uh, get closer. Let's say this is a major support level. In case you are just listening in, in Spotify, maybe go ahead and check it out also later on on YouTube, just so you can see my hands when I'm uh, trying to draw a support level. <laughs> but imagine I'm putting a support level. Mm -hmm. So the price uh, reaching, getting closer to that support level, they will create that bull flag, uh, mm -hmm. bear flag, sorry. And then the bear flag will uh, break, mm -hmm. right? A lot of volume will come in. S most of them are uh, basically sellers that saying, wow, that's a bear flag, let's uh, get in. And then from the other side, a lot of sales, so a lot of buys, mm -hmm. right? And then they uh, create a huge volume on the support level, and from that point, uh, turning mm -hmm. the price up. It's funny, because you always see that happening on major, you know, swing points as well if you look to the the left on the chart suddenly you see that's a major kind of swing point that's a place where like a major pivot point or whatever you want to call it swing point pivot point or and it's it's hard when you're in a when you're in a trade and you you see those kind of patterns and you know your success rate with those patterns it's very easily to kind of sell into support or buy into resistance when you're in the trade and you've got to kind of pull yourself back and say no you actually it's not the, the best kind of trade doing that. Um, and I think that's when it comes with your experience as well as a, as a more experienced trader, you know how much markets are manipulated and they try and get you to, to let's say, buy into resistance or sell at support and stuff like that, so. Yeah, I, I mean, just always think from the other side. You know, when you're trading, don't think about yourself. Mm -hmm. Think about the guy that manipulating you to, uh, to build you a scenario to tell you a story mm -hmm. that, you, that you will uh, fall into, mm -hmm. you know? So um, always think about the market maker that controlling the asset that you're trading. Mm -hmm. So I guess that could, uh, could help just to understand when or is there a possibility or what's the probability of uh, manipulation in this specific um, place or pattern that you're watching right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. Smart money, dumb money. What do you mean by smart money, dumb money? Yeah, so uh, smart money, as we said, you know, banks, hedge funds, institutionals, mm -hmm. big, uh, big money, Warren mm -hmm. Buffett style. Mm -hmm. You know, um, that's that's the smart money. The dumb money, it's us. Just, you know, just, just the retail. Retails, um, you know, simple, even lower level. Um, uh, um, Institutional traders? No, no, I'm talking about like, um, you know, public, just your, mm -hmm. the, the normal Joe. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. uh, so those kind of things, because it's easier to sell them the story because mm -hmm. they're not involved. They're not, they don't know about the manipulation and they're not in, too involved. You, maybe they're not even watching charts. Mm -hmm. But if you sit home, you know, my parents, 70 yeah. years old, they sit at home, they're watching news, they're telling them that, um, whatever you know covid is is um is a bad thing mm. and then they go ahead and buy the whatever things that they're selling i remember when bitcoin was pumping it was at a, one of its higher points and we were sitting at the table at my 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 mother's house in in uh in the uk and my grandma says, oh, Alex, you're investing in this Bitcoin stuff? And I'm like, oh, okay, man. that's a sign. We're at the top. <laughs> Sell everything. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if your grandma is talking about Bitcoin or talking about, 
I don't know, investing in Tesla or something crazy that grandmas shouldn't really be talking about, it is a good sign to, yeah. <laughs> to get out. <laughs> For the charts, just go to your grant. Yeah. Did you know about stock market? Oh, but that was, that, um, was, that was funny. I think after that, you know. Yeah, the, yeah there's a famous phrase uh, saying if, you, if the taxi driver is uh, telling you to buy stock, mm -hmm. then you need to sell or the opposite. You know? Yeah, because they keep Cause, hearing about it. I yeah, guess. exactly. So they, they're listening to a lot of people every day. So if all of those guys are talking about selling or buying, that means that the price is being manipulated. Mm. And you know, the, this manipulation this didn't occur only this last few years, right? It's oh, the yeah. beginning of mankind, literally. Because yes. you know, we have those uh, emotions of fear, greed, hope, those kind of things. Um, you know, the ego that comes mm. into play, the, um, the trading part, like um, what it's called, uh, merchant. Mm -hmm. huh? Merchant, mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's like, like it's like marketing, it's like sales, you know, yeah. old school, you know, I think the, the world has come to a place where courses are all over YouTube and all over the place, but courses have been around for ages, for, for donkey's years, you know, you had back, back in a, back a day, you had people still selling courses and still doing their own kind of marketing in newspapers or on the town square and the same kind of techniques. To be honest, they're being used today just in a digital type of way. And it is hundred percent. Yeah. I think humans are humans and the way that you can manipulate humans through emotion and through stories is the exact same that marketers do it to salespeople to can do it to obviously goes into trading as well. That's why I think it, many things that we do in trading um, and that we learn discipline and all of these different things, they have knock on effects into our day to day lives as well, into how we uh we reacted to their uh, lives, but yeah. So this is why um, Steve Jobs said, you know, the life that you live right now, uh, just created by by other people that are probably not smarter than you. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. you're basically living a life in a box mm. that was designed for you, mm -hmm. right? Schools mm -hmm. were designed for you, not mm -hmm. to, not to become an independent but mm -hmm. to become a guy that in the system, mm -hmm. strict rules, you know, follow rules and yeah. all of those. I'm not saying it's a bad thing or a good thing, I'm just saying this is what they build schools for, for mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So um, did you know that um, cannabis, marijuana was mm -hmm. um, legal like 500 uh, years ago all mm -hmm. over the world? Mm -hmm. But then came uh, JP Morgan, Rockefeller, those guys, and it started to interfere with their business um, printing um, a newspaper. They Why were they using the hemp? Yeah, they, they wanted to, some other guys, uh, don't recall exactly, but wanted to switch and use that mm -hmm. hemp, and it was um, affecting their business. Mm. So, you know, if you go to YouTube, you can easily find uh, commercials back then saying when you smoke cannabis or when you're using cannabis in all kind of ways, it's uh, uh, building a demon or you know a mm. demon controlling you or stuff like that. And you mm -hmm. see a kid uh, lying on the floor and uh, forgot the name in English, but the guy you know trying to uh, ex. Oh, like um, an Exodus kind yeah. of thing? Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, really? You can yeah. see that? Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. that's on crazy. YouTube, I saw it. 
um, cigarettes, right? In cigarettes, I think in the in the UK anyway, they used to. You could have a doctor that would prescribe you cigarettes for to getting for to getting better. You, you uh, can see the commercials in the at least in the USA side. You can see the commercials in the 70s where a doctor is telling you, "Hey, I'm uh, smoking camel. This camel is great for you. Cigarettes are perfect." You can enjoy it while you're working, after lunch or whatever. And now we know cigarettes are... Uh, really bad, huh? Yeah, so only, uh, the only thing is manipulation. Every market mm. has a manipulation. You want to sell this glass if you are a bad person, and yes, those guys are not a good person. <laughs> you will tell them that this glass will make them free or whatever. They, it's like a magical glass. Yeah. They, the public, uh, will buy your story if you know how to sell it. Mm -hmm. And we got a market. I reckon Elon Musk is probably the, at the moment anyway, one of the best kind of manipulators in the market at the moment. Yeah. There was a... Um, Maybe a year ago, two years ago, S-I-G-L, mm -hmm. something like that, a uh, stock that was like a dollar or 50 cents, mm -hmm. maybe 15, and it just came, uh, uh, it just uh, tweeted that uh, this company will be the next um, Telegram, mm. right, instead of uh, WhatsApp or, what, or mm -hmm. something like that. Uh, in a minute, you saw the price going all the way up, like a uh, 1500%, mm. like in five minutes. Crazy. Crazy. Just, and I mean, super easy to manipulate. Donald Trump, in his uh, good ears, you know, he said something about um, how the oil is going uh, up or down or whatever. Boom. Prices are uh, moving ridiculously mm. strong, you know. Yeah. No, I, was, I remember Elon Musk would tweet something, probably hashtag Doge or put like a, mm, yeah. a, a picture of just like a dog. And suddenly in a matter of like minutes, you would see like somebody making a crypto token with everything that he says. And these things would shoot up thousands of percent, you know. Yeah. And if you're quick, you know, you can. I got a friend called Luke. Shout out Luke. Luke used to love all of that stuff. He used to just follow Elon Musk. And any time Elon Musk said anything about, I don't know, dog things like Floki coin or anything like that, he would just right. go in, buy the coin and get out get out as well and he made quite a lot of money by doing that so Elon Musk I might imagine it, the power you could have if you had Elon Musk Twitter for a couple of hours right millionaires huh Even more, than, more that. than that yeah but you know what the thing about Elon Musk in this case it basically created when he did those tweets he uh, built his own army Right, mm. because now your guy and some others about made money millions, of, yeah. yeah, made money off of mm -hmm. it, watching every move that it does. Yeah. So when the next time when he would like to manipulate it for his own good mm -hmm. and tell them to buy mm -hmm. when he wants to sell, mm. then uh, he can mm. use that to it to his advantage. And uh, yeah, the banks also doing that. You know, they will give you like two times the, um, the right headline. So mm -hmm. you will believe that they are the guys to follow. Mm -hmm. But then when they really want to manipulate the price. It's 
what a lot of, I think a lot of influences as well, and especially social media with things like, you know, new things like NFTs or crypto coins and things like that. Even they're using their social exposure also to manipulate and get people to buy something and then they just take all the liquidity as well. So it's not even just happening with the big banks and the big kind of in the big leagues. Also, if you've got a few hundred thousand followers these days, you can manipulate people into into doing and buying whatever you want. You know, it's kind of crazy, actually. Yeah. Kind of techniques. What would you say in your trading? I know you've got a couple of strategies. You've got the the smart money uh, strategy and things like that. How would somebody start developing techniques to go with, or how can they start to spot the smart money or the institutional traders? How can right. they spot it in the charts? I mean, if you like the idea, uh, as a trader, if you like the idea of uh, manipulation and all of those mm. things, then uh, you can use it, at least the, the way that I've been using it, it's either through bull flags and bear flags or the smart money manipulation. So mm-hmm. basically, I'm following um, a trade, I'm following a stock, for example, because I'm trading stocks mostly. So I'm looking for that bull flag. And mm-hmm. then I try to understand, um, is there a possibility for that bull flag to be manipulated? Mm-hmm. So, uh, for example, what I would look for is where the pattern is occurring right now. Is it at the bottom? Is it in middle range or at the top where the price was already extended? Mm. For example, most cases of manipulation like shakeouts and stuff like that will come when the price, uh, not shakeouts, sorry, the, like the SMM, will come when the price is overextended. Mm-hmm. So uh, the price w- and the stock was trending up all the way and then you see the bull flag. Now, a bull flag is a continuation pattern. Mm-hmm. And most people say, okay, I got a bull flag. It's a continuation pattern. It should continue higher. Mm-hmm. But it's already been extended too much. So there is no continuation for that. It's just been manipulated. Mm-hmm. Right? You can watch the volume. Well, you know, for those of you who don't know uh, what a bull flag is, it's basically a move to the upside and then like a strong rally move to the upside and then a consolidation. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the consolidation part, you can watch the volume. Most cases, if it will be a shakeout mm-hmm. or stuff like that, like a manipulated part, you will see an increase in the yeah. volume while consolidating. Yeah, okay? that's a big no-no for me as well. If I exactly. see that, I'm not getting in at all on a so, bull flag. So stop or, not getting in, but think of, okay, this is the manipulation part. How can I take advantage of it? Okay. Right? Yeah. So don't take the bull flag, right? Mm -hmm. But wait for the shakeout and then jump in. Mm -hmm. Or say, okay, that's a manipulation, so wait for the false break and then Mm -hmm. take it to the downside. Mm -hmm. Okay. Use it to your advantage. Advantage instead of not getting in. I know it's a no-no, so let's make it a yes. Yeah. That's interesting, because I normally wouldn't, I would always go on to like a flag pattern if it's got lower volume and it's consolidating a little bit on lower volume, that's the, the first tick, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously then we'll see where it goes from there, but that's how I would get in. That's one of the rules is having it on lower volume. So if I saw a lot of volume, then I, I would just say, I'm not going, not going for it. Yeah. But you say, waiting to see the manipulation, wait to see the spikes of taking stop losses and things like that. Yeah. And then go and then with whatever jumping. way, jump in whatever way it goes. So. If it's in, 
if you see the shakeout, for example, <coughs> the difference between the SMM and the shakeout, the shakeout of the bull flag is occurring when the bull flag is at the right place, mm -hmm. right? And it will continue higher, but they will drop the price just to take your liquidity. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that and then talk about the, the SMM at the extended uh, mm -hmm. uh, price. So you see the bull flag, is it in the right form, you know, at the right place? We didn't start a uh, momentum move yet, so just building it. And now you see um, volume increase the volume while consolidating, mm -hmm. right? Let the price break through, mm -hmm. then you watch the chart and you see, you will see, if it is a shakeout, you will see a drop, a very fast drop in the move. Taking it looks like a shooting star a little bit, no? Yeah, something mm -hmm. like that, but also continue to the downside because mm. the stop losses are below the consolidation. Mm -hmm. So, and then the price, most of the time, will stop either on the 20 EMA, mm -hmm or the 50 EMA. Mm -hmm. If you see the prices dropping and stopping there, you can easily go back either from that point of the uh, 20 EMA, 50 EMA, or when it will break through the mm -hmm. consolidation again. And this is on a one minute chart? This is on a one minute, yeah. but you can easily watch it on a hourly chart as yeah. well. You know, I'm, I just like trading one minute. One minute. Yeah. So, so this is a, a bull flag consolidation or either a bear flag, the same thing. But when we're talking about the SMM, when the price is overextended and then you, you see a bull flag, this is the first uh, red, you know, red alert. Yeah. The bull flag shouldn't be there. The price is overextended. And then you see that it's very close to a resistant level. And then you see that uh, you have volume in the consolidation. And then it break through that. You, you're not getting in at first you should see super high volume coming in when it break through the price, mm -hmm. when it break through the resistance, the um, uh, consolidation, and then go to the other side. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mean reversal, yep. some would call it. Yeah. Where would you say is the best places to put your stops? First, don't put stop lesson. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> You're gonna get into I mean, trouble uh, with that. Yeah, Mickey and, uh, doesn't play stop losses. He rolls naked all over the place. So uh, on the charts, I'm talking about, yeah. At home as well. At home as I well. Mean, <laughs> but um, yeah, if if you do put your stop loss, and uh, that's fine to put a stop loss as long as um, you have two things. First, you understand where to put them, mm -hmm. and the other part, uh, when putting stop losses, if you got out of the trade, but you still see that the price is okay, the price action is right, you just, you know, <laughs> they sh uh, shook you out, but it's still right trade, so you gotta get in yeah. again. And most people don't get in again because they just suffered a loss. A loss, right? yeah. So if you put your stop loss, put it at the right place. If you got shook out, enter again if it's, it, it still fit your, uh, fits your criteria, uh, you know, the parameters of getting in. Uh, are you comfortable? Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> you know, sitting down all day. Yeah. Got a lot of stuff here. But for, for people that, again, where is the right place? A lot of books, a lot of, like, uh, educators say under the last pivot high or the last pivot, uh, uh, over the last pivot high or under the last pivot low, 
I mean, uh, that's the basic rule, you know, in trading, in books or whatever, uh, or courses, right? There's, um, there's a basic for everything. This is a bull flag. Yep. But you got to understand where it came from. Or, uh, is it extended? Is it in the middle of the range? Is it the right asset to trade bull flags? Because a bull flag is a continuation pattern, but it's also a momentum continuation pattern. So if the asset is not um, involved with momentum right now, mm -hmm. it's not the right bull flag to trade. Right? Yeah. So um, the same goes to stop losses and other stuff as well. Where you put your stop loss, uh, stop loss is you know the the basic rule is under the consolidation, under the reversal candle or mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, this you know if you want to take it just a little bit further, you need to understand. Okay, let's say this is um, I got a consolidation right, but 20 cents below I got another major support level. Mm. So you can either put half of your stop loss at the, under the consolidation and the other half below the support level, mm -hmm. right? You can, it's basically, you will play with it. There is no um, right or black wrong. or white, exactly. Mm -hmm. One or zero, mm -hmm. this is trading. And um, so either doing that, um, just placing half and half, um, you can let it take your stop loss and enter again, as I mentioned, um, or, don't, uh, don't put a stop loss in exactly. No, no, I'm serious about it. <laughs> just go start at the beginning, just scale in with um, you know, half of your position mm. or a third of your position. And that way you don't really need a stop loss because it's only a third of your position, mm -hmm. right? And if it will drop to that level of support, like the, where your stop loss should have been, then you can add more. So mm. you're averaging down, putting the price just a little bit lower, but now, you can put your stop loss. But in order, it's already checked. Just it. to clarify, before before people actually do what Mickey says, <laughs> <laughs> before we do what Mickey says, you got to work out the correct position size for the for the trade. You don't just whack in just a random number that you haven't worked out where you would get out of the trade beforehand. Yeah, so of course. wherever your entry is going to be, take that to where you theoretically would have your stop loss work out the position size and then from there break it down that position size divide it by three or four times to have the correct position size when you're averaging in instead of throwing just random numbers in and then averaging down with random numbers and then you've got a position size that is just ridiculously high and then you get stopped out and you lose your account. Yeah, I mean, for every trade that you take, you got to understand, obviously, the risk management that involved. In case you missed that episode, uh, definitely check that out. Yeah, one or two. Yeah, so uh, on those things, and uh, we'll probably talk about it later on as well. Mm -hmm. But before you enter any trade, before you making any deal, before you buying any real estate, before you, before you uh, start going out with your girlfriend, your <laughs> new girlfriend, you gotta risk management the whole situation. You gotta understand where are you cutting, right? Let's yeah. say if you're uh, if you're vegan and she and you <laughs> found out she eating uh, meat, yeah. right? 
This is your stop loss, mm -hmm. right? So those kind of things. Or you don't want to take your new girlfriend to where your old girl, you used to take your old girlfriend. You never know if she's going to be there. These risk management techniques in real life, I guess. In real life, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but yes, in all seriousness, um, you got to understand before you enter the position, before you enter our trade, what will be the maximum drawdown that you can handle yeah. emotionally and financially. And then build the scale in. If mm -hmm. you uh, fear that, let's say, uh, talk about the shakeout, right? Yep. If you fear there will be a shakeout, enter the bull flag with a third of your position, see the shakeout, enter with a third, another third or uh, two thirds and mm -hmm. so on. So yeah. you can play with it. Trading, this is what's, uh, what I like about trading. Uh, mm. You can manage it. Yep. You know. It's something people definitely have to get used to because I used to be, still am sometimes a trader that likes to get in at one point and likes to get out at one point. And then after being around Mickey um, and understanding that you're never going to get the best point to go in and the best thing is to break it up, it takes a little bit of time to, to get used to breaking trades and laddering in and laddering out. But when I have done it, I've eventually found that it's been much more effective than just having one entry point with your full clip and then uh, one exit point. I reckon it's much better that way. I mean, it makes uh, trading even easier, you mm -hmm. know, easier, I'm, uh, you know, saying it uh, cautiously. Yeah. But, uh, but it does because you're not in full exposure. So it's easier for you to think, to, to manage the trade, uh, to control your emotions. Mm -hmm. Just get in with a tiny bit and then start building from there. Yep, wicked. Um, I think I think Oz actually made it a point to tell us that uh, to, to give like a book or recommendation or something that we read. I don't know if you're reading anything at the moment that may help anybody. I just started, um, I think you said, uh, you told me about it, Atomic Habits. Ah, you just started Atomic Habits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. wicked book. You guys, everybody's got to start on Atomic Habits. What do you guess, think? I guess it just uh, jumped. You told me that and then I saw it in another, uh, whatever, Facebook or whatever. Oh, they're listening to and, us. You know, exactly. They're listening to us. <laughs> yeah, it that's time. obvious, come on. Mm. But <laughs> yeah. Talking about manipulation. Yeah. But, um, uh, um, yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, sounds pretty good. I've got I've got one that that I used to read quite a lot, and it's the the magic of thinking big, or how uh, the magic of thinking. Yeah, it's the magic to thinking big. It will probably pop up somewhere on the screen. Fantastic book, all about the the kind of perspective and the way that you l go about life in day to day, and uh, the difference between having a positive uh, perspective and the difference it can make if you have a negative perspective on a certain situation. And I think that really helps in my trading, but help can help in everybody's trading is just having a kind of particular attitude or a positive attitude to what you're doing. Instead of like, sometimes if you get your stop hit or you've gone into a little bit of drawdown, very fast if you're not careful with your attitude or careful with your um, how you're dealing with that, negativity can come in and say, oh, I'm not a good trader, oh, this is not meant for me, I should just quit, and very fast you can get yourself into a hole, and there's 
books and there's things that can actually help you with that. And that's uh, the, mag the magic to think of thinking big. Pop it up on the screen, read that book. It would definitely help for anybody that wants to listen yeah, to it. Yeah, thanks. I'll do that. <laughs> After you finish the yeah. Atomic Habit, are you reading right. it in uh, English or Hebrew? English, yeah. English? Yeah. Psh, damn. I'm barely okay. reading it. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic, guys. So like Mickey said, you can check out us all over Spotify. You've got Google, um, Google Podcasts. YouTube. Soon. YouTube. We'll put it on uh, Apple Podcasts as well for, for anybody that's on uh, iPhone. Um, but definitely subscribe and watch all the other the other uh, uh, episodes that we've done on risk management and things like that because there's some real good golden nuggets in there that can really help you. So yeah, take care, guys, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Take care.